Hello and welcome to the 22nd episode of Death to All But Metal. That was pretty good. I'm Gary (laughs) Grimm and I'm Jeremy. (laughs) Okay, that's going to get confusing. Hello, I'm Gary Grimm. I'm Jeremy Smoking Class Today, David Sons of Northern Darkness. And I'm the confusingly named Tane. <laughs> Welcome, weary traveller. Warm your uh, feet by the fire. Eat stay some, a while and listen. St- yeah, stay a while and listen. <laughs> Eat some mutton and, yeah. and drink some mead. Mm. Do you guys remember uh, John Hurt was in a... The Storyteller. The Storyteller. Do you remember The, the Storyteller? Story no, it's amazing. We're cutting that theme. So that's the theme song yeah. for this episode. Okay, got it. Got and, it. And we're dropping it in right now. <laughs> When people told themselves their past with stories, explained their present with stories, foretold the future with stories, the best place by the fire was kept for the storyteller. Well done, Gary. Very well done. Uh, the storyteller was John Hurt in a Jim Henson production. It was Jim Henson's Creature and was, Shop. Yeah. And it was, it, was, it was him telling stories by the fire. It was yeah. great. Yeah, sort it was of weird awesome. horror sort of... Yeah, it was actually like quite folk creepy. tales yeah. and creepy folk tales. It was great. So it was a little bit metal. It was totally uh, metal. It was completely heavy metal. There yeah, was sure. chain mail. I would say every like was... every Finnish like band with a bloke with a hat and a small thin like pencil moustache oh, yeah. grew up on that. Here's a test to see how metal it okay. was. Yeah. Okay. Out of John Hurt, who would win in a fight? Out of John Hurt and Conan the Barbarian. Ah. Uh, trick question. John Hurt's already dead from an alien coming out of his stomach. Tame got it. Mm. Fuck. That's pretty yeah. metal. Earned. Pretty, pretty metal. metal. But I mean, there's plenty of chain mail in there. Oh, yeah. It, totally. it had a raven. I'm pretty sure there were um, some nudes. There are some, yeah. Yeah, there's tasteful nudes. Tasteful nudes. It was nudes. Jim Henson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. I mean, like, he tucked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Wait, there was a dude? <laughs> that explains so no, much I meant, about I meant Jim your, Henson tucked it when we said tasteful nudes. <laughs> and, uh, and we're all just going to talk at once. Here we go. And <laughs> as you may have uh, heard earlier in um, what is now, I think we're on our fourth introduction. Yeah, this is yeah. the fourth time we've This is Death to Orbit Metal episode 22. 22. And don't we have a bumper episode for you today? Gary, why don't we kick him off with some music? Uh, now, it's a little bit of a special occasion, isn't it's it? It's a special day for Gary. It is one of my favourite bands of all time uh, from the death metal scene. The one and only Cannibal Corpse. We're going to be playing some of them tonight for off, their, uh, off their new album, Red Before Black. And uh, the track that we're going to listen to right the fuck now is Heads Shoveled Off. Enjoy. <laughs>
just fucking die. It's <laughs> <laughs> the track that we just heard there by Sacred Curse at a I believe they're from Texas. And that wa- was from their latest album, Gnostic Holocaust. I think that's probably one of my favourite album titles of this year. Before Sacred Curse <laughs> and after Cannibal Corpse, we heard... Oh, as as Acephalix. of their new album, Decreation. Uh, we heard God is Laughing. So if you put all these tracks together, <laughs> heads shoveled off. God is Laughing, just fucking die. That it's a metal. Is, it's a, Tane was saying that's a that's a verse of a death metal. Song. I know it's, it's a metal podcast. Yeah, it's a metal. Before we move on, though, I, <laughs> I think we do have to acknowledge uh, Cannibal Corpse once again, one of the greatest necks uh, yeah, in heavy metal music, or lack thereof. Let's yeah. have a moment silence for George Fisher's neck. Uh, I don't know why it's not dead. Well, it's it's. But, you know, I would say that neck... Some say he merely sleeps. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, to rise shit. again one day. <laughs> I would I would like to give George Corpse Grinder Fisher's neck a medal. But I couldn't, I couldn't actually <laughs> put it over anything. But it is the best neck. I couldn't find it's, it. Yeah, couldn't find it. Couldn't it just went it. straight down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shoulders. So, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the disc kind of was over his mouth and like kind of covering his nose. He looked I a bit disgruntled. He never, I hope he never hears this because he's... He strikes me as the kind of guy that would fly over here just to punch us. We we do this from a place of love, George. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, like Sir Mixalot says, uh, you could do thigh bends or sit-ups, but please don't lose that neck, George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's what he was singing about. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> enough nonsense. Are you right, Jeremy? <laughs> let's let's. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, we got something. Uh, we got something special this week. We actually have something planned this week. I know. Yeah. Oh, so far, shit. it might not sound like it, but we have something planned. We told you it was a special one. Gary, what are we doing now? Alright, so regular listeners of the podcast will know that Tane and I in the past have done a little segment that we call Breaking the Silence, where we take a band who's releasing something new, a band that we both enjoy, we listen to the album that they're releasing, knowing, well, kind of guessing that we're both going to have kind of varied opinions on what what the album's like. We don't talk about the album until we get on the podcast. On air. Basically. I think uh, first and foremost, it's a, a very, very topical title of the segment, isn't it? Considering today's political climate. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we listening to? So this, uh, this Breaking the Silence, we're talking about uh, the Mighty Enslaved out of Norway. They have a new album out called E!, and it's been a difficult one for us to not talk about because yeah. Enslaved, uh, you know, uh, I know Tane and I are huge fans, but Jeremy, what's your kind of uh, Enslaved knowledge? Oh, a vast, Gary. I'm glad you asked. Sure. Um, I, really wish I, had a, I really wish I had a printed out the Wikipedia before I came. No, now, I had listened to this album sure. uh, at your behest. Yep. And... Um, now, dear listeners, I feel like since I've been involved in Death to Orbit Metal and listenership has plummeted, um, sure. yeah. there's albums you can probably hear, uh, there's albums that are on the, uh, sorry, albums and songs that are on the podcast that are very uh, Gary albums, you know what I mean? You can <laughs> tell 
It's a Gary Grimm. That's a that's a Grimm album. Sure. Then there's you. I've snuck a couple of things. You have. I've cracked a few between the covers. You've, you've, you've slipped a couple I've, in. I've slipped a couple of. Yep. This album reeks of it's a prog 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 tain. Yeah. Um, prog tain prog. This prog. struck me immediately as a tain record. Tain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's weird. So um, for for those guys out there who've listened to enslaved before and you know the background uh you'll know that they've been steadily moving towards what this album sounds like for a long time um i definitely say it's it's no surprise that people are comparing this to opeth's recent um Mm. ventures i haven't read any of that but yeah that sounds about yeah Yeah. I, i listened to the first so i listened to a few times I got through the first five tracks, I checked my phone, and I was only halfway through the first. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that gives you a little bit of an idea on uh, what we're dealing with here. Proggy. Prog- I found it very... Proggy. Prog- it was kind of a nice throwback for me. I haven't listened to a lot of plog. Plog. <laughs> uh, I haven't listened to a lot of prog in a while, so it was a nice throwback. That said, for me, I'm sorry, gents, with the... The vast, rich history that Enslaved has. Yeah. I mean, there were some fantastic moments. The keys I loved on it were yeah. such a great moments with the, the organ, actual organ, not mm. sort of bad strings. Oh, yeah. The yeah, actual yeah. sort of organ and Mellotron I thought was very 70s. Yeah. And you you love a big, big bit of I organ. I love a big organ yeah. in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is definitely That's felt. Up later in the show. It's shoot. definitely felt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's some great melodies, some great moments. But overall, I thought that the production was just sort of very clean. And obviously, that's what they're going for. It's such dense music. They want to hear the layers. Mm. But but ultimately, I think it's just my my age. I yeah. haven't got that kind of patience anymore. Fair dues, sure, man. Sure. Fair dues. Just uh, for, to, as a bit of background, have you listened to much of the back catalogue of Enslaved? Or was this more of a... I listened to, uh, definitely, I, I listened to one on YouTube. Mm. Um, <laughs> one tr- one track. It was pretty old. It sounded like a, a black metal. Sure, sure. Yeah, that that was that was pretty good. Well, Tane, what's your what's your history <laughs> with Enslaved? Um, so I was still like a rel like considering they've been going for what twenty five years. They yeah. just had their twenty fifth anniversary. I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, I'm a relatively late starter compared to that. So I think uh, Issa. I think I came in on and it's interesting because that was sort of like, uh, you know, it was very raw, very old school black metal became cleaner and I really liked that focus. And then they decided to start doing something else. And I would say this is, this is probably, I can't see them going much further in progginess as this. Sure. I'd, yeah. Yeah. I'd still say yeah. that sometimes there's echoes of Issa. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Like the, the album is, uh, I find it's one that I want to sit down and listen to the whole thing. To be honest, in a, in I'm gonna say it's not my favorite. I've listened to it a few times now. I get what they're doing, and I think the Opeth comparison is very is, strong is here apt. for me personally sure. yeah, as definitely. well. I th- uh, I think there's some fucking amazing things though, like uh, the last track in the particular. Track really uh, what else is there? Um, I think is the last one, and. Uh, putting in a bit of black metal sax 
which is yeah. something that's been happening a lot. I call it a blackety sax. <laughs> <laughs> blackety sax, well, indeed. But it was um, it was kind of weird uh, because it it felt like yeah, there were parts of Issa, and then there were parts that like even though yes, Opeth comparisons, blah blah blah. I almost thought there was like a lot of like post metally kind of you know like almost like Death Heaven parts in there. Really? Well, not not to definitely. the same level, but um, I would definitely compare it to that. Like the last album that they did. Oh yeah, God. to me, it's 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 a slow burner. It's a grower. There's nothing. Very much so. Uh, I quite liked the river. Um, sorry, the river's mouth. That one was one that sort of jumped out a bit more. But I think it's a more of an album album. Uh, the, the thing that I found uh, with Enslaved is, uh, you know, they started off as a black metal band, then they kind of became a black metal band with little bits of progginess, mm. Pink Floydiness here and there. Mm. And just as time has gone on, the the gaps between the black metal in the album have uh, been yeah. bigger and bigger and totally. given way to more of the proggy stuff. And it's mm. probably driven away some of the ardent black metal supposed fans yeah yeah it's kind of we know who we're thinking of yeah (laughs) yeah there there was heaps of good stuff everything that you guys have mentioned was Mm. cool i liked how some of the more mellow parts would sometimes build to really big heavy kind of passages yeah monster musicianship yeah oh totally it's monster muso yeah like phenomenal players all there's there's one track towards the end called feathers of eol i think it's oh yeah yeah Mm. and yeah it starts off super mellow Mm. and then it it just builds and builds into this huge heavy kind of thing yeah with without the need of uh blast beats or anything like that Mm. i kind of like that uh there was there the, were times the layering in, of the record is great. Oh, yeah. definitely. Uh, there were times in there I felt like I was listening to Devin Townsend when there was ah, no vocals. Yeah, yeah. In the guitars, it just felt like a one of one Devin's of the more recent. Yeah, solo mm. because album. he gets such a space to his mix, doesn't he? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Totally production wise. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm really hoping they do another tour soon because I would lo- really like to see this stuff live and see what that. <laughs> That's in my notes. Oh, yeah, really? I see yeah. Some of this shit, shit live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you said, it's probably not my favorite either. Mm. Uh, you know, the, some some bits are a bit repetitive. Yeah, it's, it's, I did find that. It's not all hit. There's a little bit of miss in there. But so, so what do we got? Still a solid album. So what do we got? We got what three and a half out of five? We call that? I'd say three and a half. Burning well, three, three and a half severed heads out of five. Okay, or, cool. Yeah, what, yeah. What, what's the what's the unit of measurement for? We we've not, we haven't talked about this. Burning churches. Oh yeah, yeah. burning churches. So nice, so yeah. maybe like three churches, three churches in a chapel out of yeah. five. <laughs> like yeah, three burning churches in a burnt chapel out of five. Yeah, yeah that's but, probably what but, I feel. Uh, they they lose a little bit because the churches were empty. Oh um, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Always rookie mistake rookie fellas mistake. rookie mistake from the country coming from norway uh yeah. so yeah <laughs> thanks yeah. so much ladies and gentlemen that was the last time i was invited to breaking <laughs> the silence next time we'll be reviewing the farty doodah bands it's a farty 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 christmas stay oh. tuned wow Excellent. Uh, I'm so excited to hear that one. <laughs> and, and that's another one that's really hard not to talk about with you guys. <laughs> I want to talk about it now, but no, we'll wait. We'll, we'll wait. wait. Yeah. 
Let's um let's uh, go away and listen to it while the listeners listen to some of the enslaved album that we were just talking about. That let's play great. some. Yeah. What are we gonna listen to? The River's Mouth from Enslaved's new album E. Guys, I'm telling you this fatty fatty dude up in you got oh sorry. <laughs>
Yes, and that was uh, Wormwood with their track, The Undesirables, off Moon Curse. Before that, we had Time by Night off Raft of the World. Now, I think it's interesting to point out, now, your differences between sort of black, like black metal titles mm-hmm. and sort of doom metal titles, like doom metal titles, very no, very no fuss. Yeah, yeah. Very that, to the point. The, there's the undesirables, a, moon, cur- moon Curse. There's a, there's a bit of a nature theme still. Yeah, there is got, a little bit. You know? Whereas, so, you know, black metal, you've got a lot longer kind of band names yeah that's and, true um, I can't think of one offhand so we'll probably yeah. cut this but uh, uh, I, I was in a band for a day called Forest Damnation Sauron I don't know <laughs> if I ever told you that story but Hang uh, on, why didn't you mention that when we had the the J.R.R. Tolkien bands a couple of episodes <laughs> ago no, I just didn't what was it about Forest it? Uh, so okay quick backstory I'll do this really quickly really quick um, if anyone re- <laughs> if anyone remembers the Under the Blue Moon Festival in Newtown yeah I remember that yeah, yeah so, I remember that uh, so for one day, uh, we hated the bands that were playing, uh, me, uh, and two old bandmates two from separate bands. Yeah. Uh, and we decided to, to do a black metal band and make it the most black metal thing and show up sure. the rest of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. under the blue moon. So what we did was we wrote down a bunch of essentially Tolkien words and like forest and whatever and nature yeah, yeah. things, picked three names out of a hat and it ended up being forest damnation Sauron. <laughs> We were a three-piece. I left the band before the first recording. <laughs> then the other two guys recorded something uh, on like a tape deck. Mm-hmm. There was only one tape copy of it. Uh, I drew up a, an artwork thing for it. We gave it away at the festival and that's it. And it's gone. And there's only one copy and that is the most cult thing. That is yeah. probably the most cult thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I know, right? It shows up the Taswegians. Taswegians. <laughs> Uh, but look, <laughs> speaking of people leaving bands and uh, oh, so abruptly, we we have a we have a guest that we're going to be calling on Skype here uh, tonight. Uh, we have spoken to him on the podcast before. Hang on, let me let me try and get the technology working. All right, you've got, put, you've got to put in the sound. You've got to put in the sound effect that's like like some techno sort of. Sort sure, of, yeah, I'll, so. I'll do that in the edit. Okay, but. Right, so while while Jeremy's uh, yeah, I'm just trying to... loading up the computer, ah, I think Tane had to go take a shit. Yeah, uh, go, guys, I'm, I'm just gonna take a shit. Okay, you go do that. I'm gonna get All the. Right. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna there. take a while, but while he's gone, we'll go ahead with this interview. So, lots uh, lots uh, lots happened, hasn't it, Gary? Yeah. So recently, we've been discussing uh, Bobby Liebling from the band Pentagram being uh, charged with assault of his elderly mother. Who I think Classy. believe she was in her nineties, eighties or nineties, something like that. Anyway, he's now been uh, convicted. Uh, I think he almost, has to spend ready six six months in jail, eighteen months in jail, and uh, then he's on like two or three years probation after that, or something like that. All right, okay, we're ready to go. Here we go. Anyway, okay. we're gonna Skype him in jail now, and we're gonna talk to him about uh, the the charges laid against him and uh, all that. So exclusive. I'm just gonna turn some more dials here, and uh, yeah, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, can you hear us? Hey, 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 guys, guys, is it is this the the deaf the deaf tall but metal guys? Uh, I'm, I'm having to speak through someone's ass. We have to smuggle a phone in. It's uh, 
It's hard to hear, and to be honest, these hairs are tickling my ears, so uh, well, let's you, make it quick. You're coming through crystal clear here, Bobby. That's, uh, yes. uh, excellent. Almost uh, like you're in the same room. <laughs> boy, isn't technology just an amazing thing these days, guys? It is, it is. Uh, so, how do you feel about uh, what's happened? You, you, you've been sent to jail. Do you think that you got a fair trial? Oh, look, no, God, no. I mean, with everything happening in the news these days, there's no room for guys like us anymore. You know, like we just want to have a good time and party. And, you know, I'm actually sharing a cell right now. And uh, I'm actually speaking to you through uh, Harvey Weinstein's ass. That's uh, the guy who got the phone in, you know. Uh, It's easier for him to do it because he has all of these uh, non-consensual conjugal visits uh, coming in all the time. So, uh I found it really, you know, he can get anything. Like, we've got some toilet wine. It's great, you know. <laughs> but uh, to answer your question, Gary, it's uh, it's been rough. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of us. And, uh, you know, Spacey's in the next room. He, he doesn't shut up. You know, he's anytime he does something wrong, he's like, oh, you know, there's a... You know, he's just he's come out more times than, uh, yeah, Harvey's cock while I've been talking to you. Harvey, t- tuck that thing back in. You know, it's, I'm on the back end of this. It's not pleasant for anyone. Wow, this is a fantastical universe we're living with in where these people actually are paying for their crimes. That's so weird. Uh, you, you know, it, w- it wouldn't have happened uh, back, in, back in the good old days, I tell you that. We, we kind of mi- missed part of that question. I, last time you were on the podcast, you admitted that you you uh, were guilty of the charges laid against you. Do you think that the trial was fair? Uh, well, yes and no. You know, I, yeah, I admitted it, sure. But, you know, I had reason, you know, f- fair enough. What, like, uh, What was your reason? Uh, well, you know, she just, she didn't listen to me. She didn't give me what I wanted. You you know, uh, like I said, like me and my buddies, we're all suddenly paying for this now. And I mean, the rest of the patriarchy's got away with it for 2,000 years, so why start now? (laughs) Are you getting good heroin in jail? Oh, yeah, no, it's great. You know, with these huge, uh, sacks under my eyes from constantly touring and, uh, doing, doing the horse for so long... Ironically, now I can smuggle almost anything in here now. You know, even a needle unassembled, it's it's fine. No no hassle. Uh, one last thing before we let you go back to the showers. Uh, I heard that uh, Christopher Walken's in the cell next to you. Can we talk to him? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we thought it was you a conjugal visit. Kidding me. I'm not kidding. He's in there. Uh, can, can we talk to yeah. him for a second? Hey, hey Chrissy. Chrissy, come over here. You know, no, don't worry. It's fine. Like I said, what? just, just, what is it? I'm, I'm busy. What? Just, just brush Harvey's ass hairs uh, away from you while you hold next to the let Harvey. Me, stop fidgeting. Let me just push my way in here. Yeah, Bobby, what is it? I'm busy. Uh, it's good to see you, Chrissy. It's great. You know, remember the good old days in the seventies. I met you for the first time last week, Bobby. Oh. Chris, Christopher, it's uh, Gary from the Deaf Talk About Metal podcast. You've uh, hi, hi, Gary. Do you remember coming on our podcast before? Why am I in here? That's what I was going to ask you. Why am I in here? Why are you in here? I'm inside an ass. I thought you said it was method acting. <laughs> inside a prison. Was it to get a movie role with Harvey? <laughs> Is that why you're inside his ass right now? I gotta go. See you later. Okay. <laughs> See you, Chris. All right, Bobby. Uh, 
you know, I, I hope you get shipped in there. Take, uh, well, take it easy. Wait, wait, wait. Someone said it wasn't the 70s anymore? <laughs> Do you have anything to plug in there? Oh, don't answer that. Well, I can I'm go a, into Gary, territory. Gary, <laughs> what I just said, I'm already plugging something with my neck and it's getting tight now. I think I tickled him. All right, we'll hang up. Uh, Jeremy, you were, you were pretty silent throughout that interview, especially when Christopher Walken was talking. Yeah, I had to go. Uh, yeah, I just... Uh... Yeah. Tay needed a hand in the bathroom. Yeah, in the bathroom. Oh, guys, you, have you already finished? Yeah, we're yeah, finished. Yeah, come we're in, come in. Oh, oh, okay, hang on. Yeah, it took a while. Ah, oh, well, you know. It was uh, a bit of a bleeder, was it? Yeah, yeah well, right. you know, you'd think that curry would have freed everything up, but uh, <laughs> anyway, science, right? So. Uh, and now, back to the metal. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, we're bringing the metal news. We're keeping it topical. Uh, we're getting all the big guests. Mm-hmm. Gonna have some more guests after these next songs. What are we gonna listen to next, Jezebel? Sake. The band, not the drink. Sure. Um. Oh, Come yeah, Actually, we should probably give this one to Tain to Yeah, pronounce. yeah. I was about to say, Chief Executive Officer in charge of uh, pronunciation. Um, I don't. I, I'm just going to guess this one. Sake. The the album is Bigger Ur, uh, and the track we're going to be listening to is Age of Sail. Oh, oh, sorry, Age of Sail. Yeah, Age of Sail. Yeah, Sake Bigger Ur, Age of Sail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dangerous reefs 
fight them with stronger forces than left behind all ranks.
Yellow Eyes with their new track Velvet of the Horns from Immersion Trench Reverie. And before that, uh, between Sake and Yellow Eyes, we had Blutos Nord with their new track uh, Apostasis from their album Deus Salutis Mea. Wow, that's very well done. That's why he's the pronunciation he's, king. Yeah, 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 that's very well done. How are you? Good bit of new black metal coming out there, boys. There's a good uh, big three bands in the black metal scene. Big three. Why not make it Didn't big Yellow Eyes have something else out recently? Or um, just going insane? Nah, uh, the, the drummer from uh, Vanum uh, is yeah. on in that band and they had something out recently yeah yeah Vanum had something out did we play that on the podcast before yes. we talked about yeah. that yeah we did yeah cool i think that was on there's the a first connection with so that jeremy was on yeah uh, there's a connection with Vanum and another uh, american black metal band which i'm gonna get in trouble for getting wrong but i'm not gonna even try and remember it right now so let's uh move on instead <laughs> let's go to we've been talking about uh, we've got the big four of Thrash, uh, the supposed big four of Thrash, which is Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax, but mm-hmm. we've been talking about other big fours. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, the the big four has always been a, a big talking point, but it only ever seems to have applied to Thrash, in mm-hmm. general. Um, and other people have maybe talked about this, but we certainly haven't, and they're boring, so let's do it now. <laughs> so without further ado, it's the big four of Thrush. As, uh, <laughs> itchy, as, uh, itchy, there's scratching. There's scratching. There's uh, Jeremy. There's... Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh. Completely unfounded rumours. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jeremy was in that band, the Yeasty Boys, as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Thrush, uh, wasn't that with um, Getty Lee? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Coming thick and fast at the moment. Oh, 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 do you want to? No, no. After you. Uh, <laughs> so, Tane, what's a, what's a subgenre of heavy metal that you would like to present a big four of? Okay. So we're going to keep it simple, I think, uh, like we said before, and we're going to try and do it of just like a main subgenre, because I mean, like having like post-rock, uh, noughties, yeah, uh, yeah. fucking party thrash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, core gaze. Yeah, 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 core gaze. Yeah, woodcore, woodcore. Um, so I'm, I'm going to do a big four tune, and I'm going to keep it simple. Okay, yep. So for me, yep. type of negative. Yep. Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer. Yob. And slightly um, contentious, Sisters of Mercy. As a I'm going to call you on Sisters of Mercy. Well, let and me let on me typo negative. No, oh, serious. As a doom band? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't Definitely. Hear that. I don't oh, hear that. okay, okay. Well, no, then, but, I mean, you know, this is a this is a us. personal thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. And uh, so, Sisters of Mercy gets contentious for a lot of people. And this this was a hard thing. I was actually talking to Dude, um, great band. Don't get me wrong. Oh, oh they sure. are, but uh, it was hard to place uh, people who are part of the scene or people who uh, inspired the scene as well. Mm. Uh, and to be honest, like they were definitely a big influence on. Well, I, I know proto for certain. Doom. Yeah, well, yeah, it's kind of like doom. it's like proto, but then so is like Black Sabbath. If you listed like, where would you put Black Sabbath in a top four? 
Gary, where would you put Black Sabbath? Like, in what group would you put them? Uh, well, I actually was going to do, like, a traditional heavy metal uh, Big Four, and Black Sabbath were going to be in that. Mm-hmm. So I'd put them there. I, they definitely have a place in the Doom Big Four, I mm-hmm. think. Steiner. Mm. I, I'd probably take out Sisters of Mercy, personally. Yeah, go on, please. And uh, put yeah. in someone like My Dying Bride or something like okay. that. Okay, okay. But uh, that's just me. What about... Don't ask me. I'm not prepared for this bit. I don't know. You guys know I don't yeah. know enough about okay. metal to be able okay. to Okay, you know who I would do instead? Um, instead of Sisters? Yeah. Yeah? Trouble. Okay. Who? Because Trouble, Trouble is sort of, yeah. Trouble? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I misheard. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bubble? Trumble. 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 <laughs> Trumble. <laughs> I was like, Trumble. Trumble. Oh. Prime Minister Trumble. <laughs> That's gonna be our Mrs. Mills cover band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trumble. So look, that was a contentious big four. We've got a lot to talk about there. Yeah. If you've got any uh, comments, yeah, suggestions, uh, come on over to the the Depth Talk But Metal group page now. We've got a, a community group on Facebook and uh, give us your suggestions. We haven't talked about that. I just realised. Uh, we'll talk about it. At the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah. Plug-in. Jeremy. Oh God. Have you got a Have no, you got I a big four? I didn't come prepared for this bit. Uh, uh, that's okay. I barely was as well. That's cool. You can I really was just looking forward to listening to what you guys said and then just sort of every now and again saying something so it looked like I knew what I was talking oh, about. Oh, sure. So thanks very much for that. No, yeah. don't worry. I do that every episode. That's fine. <laughs> well, I, that, I could do black metal. Yeah, yeah we'll do a black do, metal. You could do black metal, you, uh, Dark Throne, Immortal, Mayhem, Emperor. Oh yeah, that's a fucking classic. great top four. That, that's, that's a like great a top four, kind of top four. And I in guess. fact, I think that. So what? What I kind of did just then was cheating. I kind of did a top four for me. Doing a big four should be the 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 flag bearers of the the that, genre, that, and I think that's the, a really good list. That top four would be like if 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 no one. If you had never listened to black metal before, you didn't know anything about black metal, mm. I would say listen to these four artists. Yeah, totally. You know I mean? and, I, and I I think that uh, all of those now are all still fucking relevant as well. Like Very much They so, all yeah. stand t- the test of time. They've all had fucking awesome top-notch discographies. Definitely. Now, it's funny that you say that black metal big four because we we put this out to the Depth Talk But Metal community and uh, Natriz, who some of you oh. may know, from, uh, <laughs> yes. DJing at the, uh, at the DTABM nights. What's, said, she, what's she got to say? Well, for she said exactly the same thing that you did, actually. Oh, really? Uh, oh. Except she said Satyricon should have a place in there. And she said oh. that's a rather contentious point because people would argue yeah, that... No, no. That's that's, no, that's yeah no that's up there definitely yeah I think like uh, at certain points people would argue that like when uh, Rebel Extravaganza and Volcano came out but since then they've moved back to other stuff and their old shit stands the test then, of time you know this this kind of stuff's interesting because it's 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 very personal and it's it stuff's interchangeable because I mean you talk about sort of uh, proto doom yeah Sisters of Mercy being proto doom we haven't even touched guys like uh, Bathory or Venom. Who literally black metal wouldn't exist without? Sure. Like, yeah. You know. You know what? Black metal wouldn't exist without Kiss. Yeah. Well, we could. We could. Do you know what I mean? Proto black metal. Proto black metal is sure. an interesting so one. So Venom, Merciful Fate. Uh, Merciful Fate. Yeah. Bathory. Where would you put? On oh, no, I think that's probably Proto Doom. But mm, I was gonna say, yeah, that's a tricky one. Hang on a minute. Before we go any further, Tane, pass me that bong. 
This is a big old bong conversation right here. This is such a bong so conversation. So would you consider them like more proto doom? Hey, proto like. doom. I th- I think like all of those are totally valid, but some of them are more traditional. Uh, uh, any, look, anyway, let's throw to the audience. Have look, we, have we... I, I'm going to do one of my big fours, oh, and yeah. then we'll, go and, uh, yeah. we'll we'll look at throw what some the of the crowd. audience. That so. sounds good to me. Yeah. So uh, I was going to do a traditional uh, heavy metal big four, mm-hmm. and I'm going to mm-hmm. need a bit of help with this because. Okay. Uh, Obviously, there are a lot of bands that are vying for position. And it's, yeah, it's a hard one to, to finish off, as it were. So, Black Sabbath, definitely. Uh, because with Black Sabbath, of course, you get Dio, yeah, Black Sabbath as well. Yep. Uh, That's a good cover all. I'd say Judas Priest. Oh, yeah. I tried. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'd put them there. Okay. Uh, you know, those solos, those dual guitars. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Them and Thin Lizzy were big proponents of the dual guitars. Mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. In Gary Moore. Mm. Yeah. You'd have to, are we hearing Iron Maiden in this? I was yeah. going to say Iron Maiden. I would definitely put Maiden in there. Uh, also, I would say specifically for Steve Harris. Uh, sure. More than anything else, that guy pioneered the shit out of... Uh, like modern metal bass yeah, playing bass he was a yeah. yeah like huge and it's such an, an so underappreciated many part today. Yeah, yeah like rock bass players reference his playing man for yeah. sure even all the way through to like death and beyond as well like technical death metal uh, like thinking of people like Steve DiGiorgio was definitely inspired by Steve Harris so and then uh, finally Saxon <laughs> Maybe not we do a big, big four of new wobbum. <laughs> yeah. Well, two of those were new wobbum. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Again, uh, the bleed over. I just wanted to say new wobbum. Well, my, my, my final one for the big four of traditional metal is maybe a little bit contentious. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say uh, Motorhead. Hmm. Okay. I Always mean, saw themselves as a blues or rock and roll band. Yeah, they're yeah. more of a rock band, but. If you listen to Motorhead, a lot of their elements have influenced... They've definitely influenced a lot of metal bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've ha- had a huge discography with a lot of good stuff in it mm-hmm. as well. Uh, which Very true. Which kind of gives them a good place. And they, they kind of straddled the line between, uh, you know, rock old school and rock and metal and punk. Yeah. And... Uh, just the attitude, the look, everything about them kind of mm. has given something to the modern metal scene. I totally. Think. And also a direct link to the, the roots of rock and roll as well, with Lemmy being a massive like Chuck Berry fan mm. as well, like always well, acknowledging that stuff. If you go down stuff. that path, I sort of... Sp- Led Zeppelin sprung to mind. Sure. Yeah. See, another contentious one, because a lot of people say, well, they're not metal. Uh, I reckon yeah, they're... Yeah, they fucking are. Metal they are. Sure. Yeah. They yeah. Like I mean, if you're going to put Sabbath in there, Right? Yeah, like that's kind of, you can see that moment in seventies where it, rock where it kind of did this, and you could sort of start. You definitely start hearing man sort of taking from what they were doing, and mm. I mean Bonham is a hitter. Jesus sure. Christ! Yeah, totally. like, oh fuck, there was um. Uh, speaking of uh, sort of proto metal stuff, another band that there's been a lot of reissues and things being dug up, but uh, Iron Claw were a Scottish band who were around the same time as Sabbath didn't have anything released until like the 90s like 15 years after they'd finished doing stuff and then reformed because of it they were responsible for the first ever recordings of black sabbath as well oh really yeah and i totally encourage everyone to check them out because the music is awesome there you go iron claw for listeners who are unfamiliar 
I'm just going to say one band that was kind of vying for a place in that uh, traditional metal big four mm. f- with me was uh, Manila Road. Ah, yeah. Just because the discography is so big, they kind of always stayed underground, but have been influences. Uh, an influencer of big players in the metal scene. Yeah, Vanilla yeah. Road, a yeah. big influence on Vanilla Ice. Is another <laughs> fact. It's true. And Manila Folders. And, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> that's where they got their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manila Folders actually got their name from Manila Road. Uh, so yeah. did uh, Millie Vanilli as well. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Like it's amazing uh, how ice cream and metal and stationery all cross over. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like, we, we've babbled on long enough. Let's throw to some music. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back. We'll, we'll have some Skype calls with some listeners about their big fours. And we're going to talk about heavy music festivals in Australia. So this is my, uh, this is, I'm really looking forward to these next three tracks. Oh, I'll let you, I'll yeah. let you my favorite part one. of the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Um, a band from Japan called <laughs> aptly named Friendship uh, off their album Hatred. <laughs> <laughs> with their song called Regicide. This is literally, I think, probably one of the heaviest things I've heard this it year. It is fucking heavy. It's I'm, so brutal. Yeah. Along with the other Japanese band who we played the last couple uh, of podcasts. Endon? Endon. Yeah. Just so much cool stuff coming out of Japan totally. this year. Yeah. I love it. Any, I'm a bit of a Japanese tragic, so anything sort of Japanese related, I, I generally so, <laughs> Japan, j- 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 Japan, friendship. Japan, yeah. Friendship. Friendship.
In the middle there, you heard Converge, the mighty Converge. Good to have him back after uh, five years away. Arkhipov Kham off the new The Dusk in Us. Uh, great new interview went up this afternoon with Jacob Bannon, uh, sort of talking about the lyrical content of that album. Uh, maybe we'll link it uh, somewhere below. Um, and then we, uh, after that, we heard, I'm so glad that this made it onto the podcast, guys. No yeah. warning. Headless. No, uh, or... we, we ended up playing uh, the last one there. So. Oh, you did Torture Culture? You didn't do Hell Realm? We didn't do Hell Realm. We can do Hell Realm if you want. Do Hell Realm. Okay, Hell Realm. Gary, you're <laughs> editing this later. <laughs> Put Hell Realm in there. Wasn't it great that we did? No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember. You'll, rem- you'll remember? I'll I'm remember so glad now. we got uh, No Warning on there. No Warning uh, Canadian... Uh, sort of started as sort of a hardcore band, uh, very influential. They went away for a long time. 
and have come back with this great sort of... It, it reminds me of Power Trip in many ways. Mm. But the interesting thing about this band is uh, Ben Cook, the lead singer, uh, who you would probably know as the guitar player of Fucked Up, one of the guitar players yep. in a, punk, uh, yeah. a hardcore punk band called Fucked Up. But he has done... He's just an absolute musical maestro. He, if you like, sort of uh, garage punk, he did a great record called The Marvelous Darlings with Marvelous Mark uh, out of Canada, which is like this great sort of garage punk record. He's also recorded under Young Gov, um, a great uh, power pop album. Um, so check him out. He's, he's all over it. I really hope he hears it. Gov, if you're listening, let's do some Tai Chi and talk, man. <laughs> awesome. Wow. That <laughs> so was a lot of information. No warning. So, yeah. Yep. Thanks so much. That was Deaf to All But the One Song Jeremy listened to this episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can, you can really tell which bits uh, Jeremy had the most input on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Anyway. I'm here for the uh, plucky comic relief otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> much, hey, guys. Much needed. Guys. Yes. You know, maybe it would help. Yes. If there was some kind of heavy metal music festival that came to Australia that I could go to to listen to heavy metal music. Wow, oh, Jeremy, whoa. that was an awful segue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so by the time you're hearing this, uh, the Download Festival, Download Australia has already announced their lineup. Uh, we're currently in the realm of blissful ignorance where they haven't. Uh, announce the lineup yet? Yeah. Rumors. So and rumors. Let's. No, it's all true. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so so the rumors at the moment. Uh, so some of the headliner acts are Corn, Limp Biscuit. Pro- what are they called no. now? Prophets of Rage. Whatever Prophets Rage Against No Effects as well. And No Effects. No orgy. Yet. <laughs> Not depends yet. what happens backstage, yeah, right? Not yet. Uh, now we're rather kind of. You know, we don't have a lot of heavy music festivals. We've got Unify, which I don't think is a heavy music festival. Didn't we, no. we looked that up last book. I yeah. didn't know any of the bands on there. The, the kids know about the bands. We, we've yeah. got Steel Assassins in yep. Sydney, which is uh, worthy. We've got Metal United Down Under. That, mm. that happens once a year as well. But... Like big international but stuff. Yeah, let's let's. They are they are sort of local festivals, uh, taking absolutely nothing away from them at all. But in terms of big sort of Wacken level festivals, we we simply don't get. Do there's we? there's no. just no audience uh, in Australia for this. Kind I mean, we were of, speaking yeah, about it's that. It's true. Before, like we? people will argue, you guys will argue until you're blue. But let's be honest, we don't have the. Um, we don't have the listenership. We don't have the people attending the shows to warrant it. Not like, like in Europe or in a, in the states. Well, anywhere else like but here, yeah, pretty much. Let's so, be honest. So, so with that in mind, I think you know uh, these sort of festivals have to have the names like Corn and Limp Biscuit. That's going to kind of get the crossover audience, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, it's we, true. A necessary well, we were sort evil. of a necessary evil, yeah. But yeah. we were sort of talking about it. it's always. I mean, when I went to sort of festivals. When I was a younger lad, uh, it was always the sort of people further down the bill that were always a little bit more interesting for me. Mm, yeah, uh, totally. I th- my first ever big day out, I was excited to see Atari Teenage Riot. Oh, sure, I saw I saw them at the big day out. At the big well. day out, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, um, I mean, it, it wasn't really a riot. I mean, it was quite a subdued crowd, to be honest. There, there yeah. were Ataris there, though. There so. were Ataris there. Uh, well, so, that's good to know. Teenagers, yeah. yeah. But. Uh, 
Okay, so, so what are we feeling, lads? Okay, well, look, we I, I've got the feeling that it's going to be rather disappointing. I uh, think you guys well, can agree I, with I, that. I, I can definitely agree with that. And and people are holding on to the fact that, yes, there's these big bands and it's going to be a great chance to, uh, to showcase the bigger local bands or the ones that were excited to go, hey, they can go on a big tour now as and well. And you know that's not going to happen. No. It'll, be, it'll probably be, at, if we're lucky, they are... And Parkway Drive and and King Parrot hopefully like, oh maybe King Parrot but I'm I'm saying Parkway Drive because it's in Dyer. Melbourne I'm ho- I'm hoping you yeah know, that they get a spot on there to have bring some kind of you know relevance to the yeah yeah but uh, look so let's say okay we've got a few shitty bands headlining yeah who are the underground or the the bands that we like that we'd put on the bill. That would be they local, international, whatever. Who mm-hmm. who would we put in there? Oh, oh wow! Like a like a dream festival lineup. Exactly. Mm, so okay. curating our own Deft Orbit Metal Festival. We could do international, local, uh-huh. uh, active, or defunct. Okay. okay. All right. It's so game dead, on. Dead people. Dead people. Yeah. Whatever, okay. Whatever we want. Well, I think the first band that I would want to see. Was Tane's uh, Forest Decapitation Sauron? <laughs> oh, Forest Damnation Sauron. They're, yeah. that's, they're headlining, and then yeah. everything else is gravy, baby. Well, yeah, sweet, sweet. Master Master Gravity are headlining, obviously. Master Gravity are definitely. I would love to put those guys on a big fucking stage. I would love I would that. Put, I would put Head in a Jar on there. Sure. Yeah, I totally. would put. Uh, I would put my buddy's band Flaming Wreckage on there. Dave, shout oh, out to nice. Dave. Yep. Yeah, Flaming Wreckage. Um, um, oh, I'd put Stormtide on there. Sure. Definitely. I think like the like Aussies love Viking metal, and they don't know that they have some awesome shit in their backyard. We're well, speaking of Viking metal. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm assuming. Look at Montmartre. Surely. I'd throw oh yeah, on a, yeah, on a yeah, yeah. If this is a sure. dream festival, this is like. This is anything goes. Multiple days. There, I mean, but if if it, defunct or dead. What you're gonna throw Sabbath on there? Uh, sure. You're gonna yeah, throw yeah, yeah. what? I, you guys can have Doe era Sabbath. I'll probably have something to eat when he's on. But um, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have like fucking Paganini playing with Godspeed You Black. Angel. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go the whole fucking hog. Yeah, yeah sure. I'll, but... I'll have Carnivore opening for Typo. For oh, sure. oh man. Uh, but look, let's, uh, if we're going to say locals, I would say Reaver as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, Reaver, Reaver are definitely fucking up there. Uh, I'd put Chud on there as well. Yep. Uh, but some internationals. I'd put, uh, Revenge on there. Revenge. Just, uh, need to go on. Fuck with people's heads. Rewenge. 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 Yeah, yep. Um, cool. definitely Elder. Like, you need something, like, sure. nice yeah, that you can, yeah, like, so take acid to in the afternoon. Yeah. Perfect. Like, you know, the, you've, the you've got sunburn. Yeah, the you've got sunburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've just found, like, a hippie guy from Byron who, like, buried some weed, like, two weeks ago, like, in the festival area and has dug it up. And now it's time for some awesome fucking, like, sweet, proggy, stoner stuff. It'll uh, be great. That, that being the case, Yob as well. Yeah, man. Yob. Definitely, I was going to say Yob. Caius. Caius. Yob. Fuck yeah, oh, man, totally. Cool. Yeah, I think that all of that combined, like... Look, uh, looking at your shirt, Tane. Uh, D- Dawn, oh, Dawn as well. That's oh, another yep. good local, local band. doom band. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we need more, more fucking local doom. We need more of this shit, so... Get some fucking good uh, black metal over here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Finally get... Emperor over here. We can finally get Emperor and finally get fucking King Diamond over here. Hell as well. yeah. And uh, there'd be a vote for Aura Noir. Aura Noir? Aura Noir for sure. They have not been to Australia yet and they fucking need to. Oh, Manowar as part of their world tour before they break up because they. Guys, 
Fuck me. You, you haven't fucking come here for your farewell world tour. Yeah. If you're warriors of the world, it means you have to actually tour Australia once well, in your entire life. They're currently warriors of the woman, apparently. With oh, woman of war yeah. causing controversy. Like, you think being in Man of War, you'd have a bit of a fucking sense of humour. And a bit of a... Well, that's what Ross the Boss got kicked out for, a sense of humour, so... <laughs> You'd be able to There's fucking... nothing worse than a bloke in a pair of chainmail underpants taking himself too seriously, is there? <laughs> and that's fucking Man of War. Story, of my, fucking... story of my bloody life. Why, why, why are you not looking away from me while you're saying that? <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I, back on target here, yeah, I'm yeah. just going through uh, bands now. Possession? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Mm. I'd Look, like we, we could go on all night all with the, all Behemoth. Our... I'd like to see Behemoth. Mm-hmm. Sure, oh, I mean, a festival staple. Yes, uh, so, totally. Yeah. yeah, And Satyricon as well. Mm. Oh, oh look, Baroness. We could keep going on. Bone but... Hunter. I'm just going through my... <laughs> but uh, let, let's throw to some Skype calls with the crowd and see what they say. We'll, we'll talk to them about their big four of genres and their... Uh, their f- dream festival lineups, shall Sounds we? Sounds good. Get the ring ins. Okay, so we've got AJ on the line at the moment, and he is here to talk to us about Big Four stuff. So, AJ, what uh, genre of metal uh, is your Big Four about? Uh, grindcore. Oh, hey. Grindcore, nice. Awesome. So, who's who's in your big four there? Uh, big four, Napalm Death. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I'm going to throw Repulsion. Nice, Repulsion, mm. yep. Yep, it's going to be Brutal Truth. Brutal Truth, excellent. And Terrorizer. Terrorizer, Nice excellent. one, man. That's a solid, solid lineup. What, was there any kind of, uh, uh, you know, structure to your thing? Like, was it like the amount of albums that they had or their contribution to the genre? Or how did you come up with your big four of Grindcore there? I, I guess it stems to a conversation I was having a bit earlier in the day um, about how I perceive, um, like, what big four to be, given any kind of genre in metal. When you look at the big four of Thrash, um, you know we all know the, the, the four bands that make that up and synonymous with that, that kind of scene. It's just really comes down to who's kind of the first wave and who are the innovators, mm. um, I guess, um, is the way that I apply it. And, and when you look at it, obviously, Napalm Death. Yeah. Arguably the first actual grindcore band. For sure. Yeah, uh, totally. And the longest running of all the grindcore bands, um, even if they did start as an anarcho-punk band in like um, 80, 81, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, by the time you get to 85, 86, and then they've really kind of, you know, nailed that, you know, when Justin Broderick's in the band and uh, Mick Harris is in the band, that's grindcore there like, yeah. from that point on. Um, Repulsion more, this was a tricky, tricky kind of um, thing because a lot of people probably normally throw Carcass in. Carcass probably my, my favourite band, um, but I think when you look at the, the four kind of seminal carcass albums they vary in genre from each album totally each album um so i think just repulsion i kind of throw in because at their core they did you know kind of bring blast beats in and you know one of the first bands doing that they had that big kind of uh blower kind of bass sound which is uh very prominent uh for the 
you know, early grindcore bands. Um, and yeah, I mean, and they're seminal in fact that I mean, obviously they only did like one album per se, which one was real by Carcass. proper album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's not even a proper album. It's kind of a collection of all the stuff they've done at sure. that time, but it's just, it's so seminal. Um, Brutal Truth, once again, I think very early kind of coming to the scene. Um, also, just the catalogue is just absolutely huge. And, and um, fucking killer just... live as well. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal live. I saw them on the last, like their last Australian tour. And just, just amazing, just absolutely amazing. And just the just what all those guys have kind of like contributed to the scene with Danny uh, Lilker Danny and Rick Hoag and um, especially, you know, uh, Kevin Sharp, just just phenomenal, and then um, terrorizer, terrorizer mm. once again, just uh, world downfall. It just set a blueprint um, for so many bands to come after it, and obviously, you know, you got some early foundations of um, some other bands, but I mean, you know, you got your Righteous Pigs, um, obviously the the Jesse Pintado connection, and then he's gone on to uh, years later, he's done Lock Up and and um, Lock obviously up. years in, in Napalm Death. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's 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 all about these these early bands that like laid a blueprint for everything that comes um, comes on, and I think that's that's the way I look at um, at, at that that big four of thrash as well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for your big four of grindcore. That rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> On the line now, we have Daniel from the mighty, mighty Reaver, <laughs> local Reaver boys. Daniel, how you doing, man? Not too bad, dude. Yourselves? Yeah. Yeah, good, good, good man. Uh, so, you've got a big four for us. I do, indeed. What, what, do you, what, do you, what, what genre are you going with, and who are your big four? Um, for me, I'm doing the thrash metal genre, because that's sort of what we, whilst Reaver boys sort of expertise in if you could say hell yeah Excellent. i'd say it's an expertise yeah definitely <laughs> so who have you got uh, for us man yeah for my big four i'll go with warbringer mm. nice uh, violence yeah death wow. angel and Sodom. far good. out wow okay good solid choices that man is a good list so how, how did you uh how did you sort of decide the the contenders for this like uh what was the foundation of picking those four bands um, sort of on the side of Sodom and Warbringer, they have more of a sort of like black and thrash sort of, um, a lot more of a darker, heavy feel to their music. Mm-hmm. I tend to sort of gravitate towards more of the chunkier, heavier stuff, more evil. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> as for violence and Death Angel, Riff, bloody fucking Riff City, man. Yeah, <laughs> totally. totally. Uh, I want to live there in yeah. Riff City. Uh, I know, right? It'd be great. I mean, you'd be fucking deaf all the time, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice one, man. That's awesome. Um, well, uh, hey, have you got have you got any shows coming up or anything that you want to plug? Um, well, if there's any Bendigo people, you know, people from Melbourne, you can hit us up down at uh, Meg, Music Man Megastore on Saturday, November 18th for the Music Man Mosh Fest, day two. Awesome. Fuck yeah. And we also got a um, show with Temptress coming up. Uh, I believe it's in November. Nice one. Well, uh, is that we... at the Valve? That is at the Valve. Yes. Oh, oh sweet. Awesome. Well, check out the Facebook anyway. Um, for... Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll check out links to Reva on on the on the page. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, we had two. We had two topics of convo, which was big four for any uh, metal genre that uh, you want, or uh, your dream uh, festival lineup for an Australian festival. Dream lineup for an Australian festival. That's pretty poignant at the moment. I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we're downloaded a drop in tomorrow. We thought, you know, so we'd talk, we'd talk about that kind of stuff. Okay, well, dream sort of lineup. I would say let's say, let's talk Australian metal. Yep, yep. I would say Claridash from Canberra. Nice, nice. Yep. Same. Someone I'm hoping to get on the bill pretty soon. Canberrian black metal. Indeed, do. Uh, Enfiled from Bathurst. Oh, yeah, fuck. we were just talking about Enfiled. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those guys fucking bring it and they should be bigger, definitely. Definitely, yeah. yeah. We're actually, I was having a similar conversation with a few of our comrades the other night. Uh huh. Um, in Malice's Wake. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think it should be a, a lot bigger than what they are. Yep. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Valhalla as well. Ah, Valhalla. <laughs> Yeah, excellent. We've played them on the podcast previously, actually, as we well. We have, and they recently toured, I think? They did, they yes. did. Yes. In the last uh, two months, I think it was. But, yeah, uh, they came down to our Sydney, as I understand it. Oh, very cool, because you're based down in Wagga, yeah? Yeah, man. Uh, A- any dream uh, international acts that you'd uh, throw into the mix as well? International acts, that's a very good one. Top of my head, what I'm listening to at the moment. Yeah. Uh, this is really out there. This is like going right down the folk metal route. But um, there's an obscure <laughs> band called Starry Ulsa. Yeah, I'm a folk metal man. Starry Ulsa. <laughs> Starry Ulsa. Slavic wonders they are. Um, <laughs> I've seen... I know, I know, I'm really going down there. But uh, fantastic um, metal covers ranging from Metallica right down um, the traditional sort of black metal route. Oh, so they're like a full folk folk metal band, but on the folk side, doing covers. That's awesome. Yeah, on the folk side. Yeah, yeah nice. And also, for that lineup, uh, Wardruna. Wardruna. Mm. Yeah, man. Fuck. Excellent I'd love to choice. See those guys. Yeah. To do it live, to see Wardruna live, fuck yeah. They'd be in the ambient hutch. I'd love to see folk metal develop in this country in a similar way. Yeah, I think there's definitely an underground movement, and people are starting to take note. It's not just fucking a monomath and bloody some Finnish bastards, but you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think what we're, what we're starting to see with, you know, how multicultural Australia is, mm. people drawing on their own cultural backgrounds, from, you know, the motherland or wherever they may hail from. Yeah. To actually inspire their music that way. Mm. Awesome, Nat. Well, thanks. Thanks for your your dream lineup there. Uh, have you got anything you want to plug? Anything you want to plug? I'm actually putting forward. Like, Wagga Wagga right now is currently bouncing back from a bit of a. There was a glut of metal gigs here for a while, and so I'm organising our first proper metal festival in quite a while. That's awesome. That's yeah. Coming up on February 10th, the Stormcrow Metal Gathering, and there's even scope to do a weird. We've had international acts here before with a great big um, an open air festival, Wagger Open Air. Wow, that's um, rad. Yeah, it's quite a lot. It was like Carn Effects and Darkest oh. Hour and that kind of stuff, but it was pretty cool. It'd be good to sort of build up to that point again. And we're looking at bringing more bands to regional areas with uh, a group called Team Terror Extremists. Team Bunch Terror Extremists. We're all, we're all musicians, all promoters, or both. 
Mm-hmm. And we're create, trying to create Australia's first touring highway through not just metropolitan areas, but through regional areas. That's fucking amazing, awesome, dude. Man. Oh, awesome. excellent. Well, Nat Harmer, thank you so much for your time. No worries, guys. Always a pleasure. Joining us on the phone now, so not on Skype, but on my mobile phone that I'm holding up to the microphone here. We've got uh, <laughs> Phil McDermott from, uh, once again, from Reba. We've already talked to Daniel. Now we've got the oh, yeah. we've got the drummer, Phil. How you doing, Phil? Not bad. How's everyone? Man, yeah, good. going good. <laughs> so you got a big four for us. What's the genre and who are you for? All right, man. Well, I'm going to throw you a curveball and go with power metal. Hey. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. Let's get some fucking right, wizards sorry. and dragons and shit in, in on this. Yeah. So, in, in no particular order, Yep. Yep. we've got Sonata Arctica. Ah, nice. Fucking Hellhammer. Uh, fucking Hellhammer. <laughs> Hammerfall. Yep. Hammerfall, yep, nice. Rhapsody. Rhapsody, yep. of course, yep. Slash Rhapsody of Fire. Rhapsody mm. of Fire, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> last one? Honestly, I was tossed. Oh, man. The last one was killing me. Yeah? Too hard? You know what? I'm going to go with Aventasia. Aventasia? I can't really go past that. I mean, I love that guy, but fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm surprised there's no Blind Guardian in there. Don't get me wrong. I like Blind Guardian, but... Yeah. They're just not in your four? Yeah. So so why those four? What are the big attractions for, for those guys in particular for you, man? Just the way they, like, do things. I mean, Aventasia is just this huge arrangement of like the best of power metal basically mm, nice yeah you know, and then, you, then you've got sonata arctica which i don't know they're, they're really unique like there's not a lot of power metal that sounds like them yeah. like yeah they have all the, the like typical power metal elements but it's just something about their sound how about rhapsody well same again they have like you know being from italy they they have like a more sort of leaning towards operatic style of like a delivery of music and vocals mm, i love those guys i think they're the epitome of power metal like all the best elements of power metal and not so much of the cheese that you get with some of the other bands yeah yeah well that, that's it you know you can get a lot of power metal it's kind of like gimmicky you know like a, you've got your like glory hammer bands like that which don't get me wrong <laughs> glory I hammer isn't glory that what hammer? happens in the bathroom oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Glory Hammer. They're cool. <laughs> Sci-fi power metal. Awesome. Yeah, like it's it's awesome, but they just like chuck on a costume and have this like gimmick, you know? Like yeah, yeah. Rhapsody are a bit more. It's not quite as organic as as like other bands. Sure. Yeah. Well, awesome, man. Thanks so much for your big four. No worries. on the line right now we have the one and only betty bandit who you may have seen performing uh at death Torba metal uh, with her uh amazing burlesque performances or around the burlesque scene in sydney and we've also heard from betty on the podcast live before as that's well. right and i suppose oh, we are yeah. again 
Yeah. Betty Bandit, how you doing? Oh, second time. I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, Excellent. We're going good. So yeah. you have a festival lineup for us. Bandit Fest. Bandit yeah. Fest. I do the Bandit Fest. Fuck Bandit yeah. Fest 2017. Um, am I allowed to have people that are dead? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's this encouraged. Is, this is a Dream Fest lineup. It's encouraged? Yeah. So okay. You can, I you, can have, have... you can have anyone... Except yep. for typo negative. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> just Sorry, I'm not allowed to swear on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Of course. We run a clean ship. <laughs> okay, well, screw you because I'm having typo headline. <laughs> Woo! Yes. Excellent. Excellent. You need two bloody and stages. I've... He's that big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I definitely want Motorhead, of course. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, and also in my dream festival, I want King Diamond. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Bit of Kim, like a bit of Kim. Yeah, I also want Venom, of course. Oh, yeah, mm. nice. Yes, definitely. Um, I want Dark Throne. <sighs> the hits just keep on coming here. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Know, right? At Bandit I'm Fest 2017. And I still never seen Gorgoroth yet, so I need oh, to. Oh yeah. yeah! I Fuck need yeah. to see them. Is this Gorg- um, is this Gorgoroth with Gal or Gorgoroth now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be fucking cool. It might never happen, but I want it. <laughs> yeah, Gorgoroth with Gal. That's what I would love to see live. Oh, Dayton, yeah. yes. Um... They don't play. They don't play anything. It's just Gal staring at the audience until yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. dies. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I would totally be okay with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are you are you going to be? Are you going to be performing at... Uh, I'm going to change... I think Betty Fest rolls off the tongue a little bit better. Yeah. Are you going to be performing at Betty Fest? Are you going to perform with all oh. the acts? Is that part of the deal? Yeah, with every with every act. You can have a tailored like... performance. Tailored tailored burlesque performance yeah. for every metal act. You and Dito doing a double act to uh, to Motorhead, perhaps. Okay, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah? <laughs> that sounds... I mean, yeah. look, maybe that's, this is my dream festival now. Think... What? That's my dream festival now, I just realised. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> His wet dream festival. Uh, where, wet can, dream. <laughs> where, where can I get tickets for that? Where are we going to get tickets for this? Yeah, yeah, where can I get them? Uh, you can get them on my Facebook page, okay. Betty Bandit Facebook page. How much are they? Oh, for this first, probably over a grand. Considering, considering... Considering Pete Steele is dead, yeah, it the, does. It does the, cost a lot to it, raise it does, people from the dead. It the technology required is to, very to raise, expensive. Yeah, and yeah. he's a big, big bloke too in more ways than one. So. Yeah. Well, we don't need oh. to cure the rigor mortis from that they, part. They so. got to rob a couple of corpses to. Uh, yeah, got to roll the sausages for him. So. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> roll the sausages. <laughs> Beautiful. Betty, thank you so much. Do you have any uh, shows coming up or anything you want to plug? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. I'm doing um, Burlesque in Hand at the end of the month at Glebe. It's like 10 bucks. So nice. it's a cheap, fun night out if anyone wants to come along on Friday, the 24th of November. 24th so, of November at cool. the Friend in Hand in Glebe. Be there, everyone. Or be a, a, a shape with four equal sides. We can vouch for that. We've both been to uh, Burlesque in Hand before. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, it's even a great when meeting. I'm not there, it's a lot of fun. But it's more fun when I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> any any clues as to what your act is going to be for that one? Yeah, well, it's going to be something I've um, 
done before, but I haven't done it in a couple of years, actually. It's not metal, unfortunately, yeah. but it is to the cramps, and the cramps are fucking Oh, that's hey, good. So. Hey, no complaints here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be something a bit different. And, so, yeah. And you can see the cramps playing at Betty first. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on the Rockabilly stage. I would, I would allow that. Okay, okay. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Betty. Thanks, Betty. Oh, we'll catch you soon. Thanks, guys. Love you all. So there you have it, folks. So we had some uh, Skype calls. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and I think we'll definitely do something like this again in uh, later episodes. Yeah, you know, we've been trying to figure out the best way to kind of talk to you guys live, and I think we just found it. Yeah, we found it. It's great. It beats talking to these two schmucks. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Jeremy was so quiet for most of that, except for when Betty Bandit was I on. I knew you were going to fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to some fucking music. Fucking and so we can do our plugs and get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got Tetragrammified, one of my fucking favorite releases of this year. Angry. It's, it's called... Angry Angry man. Young Men. Angry Young Men. <laughs> the album is called Primal Incinerators of Moral Matrix and the... The track that we're going to listen to is the Prognosticators of Trans Yugothian. Yugothian, I was so close. Meta reasoning. It's basic Lovecraftian fucking naming yeah, conventions, yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just extreme metal, noise, death, black, a bit of everything thrown in there. From India. Correct. Yeah. So get it. Yeah. In- so get it, India. Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 Oh!
Alright guys, let's get out of here. We just had Nekrasov, aka Rebel Wizard, aka Bob. Uh, he just released The Mirror Void. That's noisy, noisy uh, black metal there. Uh, the track that we heard from that is Fragmentation and the Rapid Quicksand of Concepts. Uh, fucking killer album. Check it out. It's on Bandcamp. We've got the links as usual. Dense. And in between Necrosov and uh, Tetragrammicide, we had Semeo. Uh, their new album Hege- Hegemony is out Hegemony. now. Hegemony. Hegemony is out now. <laughs> and uh, the track we heard off that, really topical track called Black Supremacy. Ooh. Ooh. Well, speaking of type per negative and whatnot, kill all the white people. Kill That's... all the white people. Yeah. So just a couple of things to plug for you guys. Uh, Michael Luders, who we do, oh, who we do, uh, Metal United Down Under with, <laughs> he doesn't want to be a pain in the ass. That's number one. Yeah. Uh, number two is he's been busy fucking boy. And yeah, he's just dropped a bombshell, which even we two. didn't expect. We, two well, yes, bombshells. Two bombshells. One is he's got a, man- like a band management, uh, promotional kind of, uh, company going called Black Cruise now. Uh, so if you're, uh, in a band, you're looking for coverage, you're looking for a, uh, a manager, you're looking for someone to look after. Some help. Exactly. We've got Black Cruise. We'll have a link up. But not only that, he just announced that he's been in talks with the guys that run the Varken Festival. Yeah. And they're going to be doing Metal United Worldwide. Which is... Fucking Holy huge. Um, we'll, huge, we'll, right? we'll be providing links. Uh, Michael's put together a map of uh, people he's people in countries he's in talks with to have a Metal United Worldwide show and countries that they huge. are confirmed. It is... I mean, it's a map of the world, so it's already massive. But the bits that he's involved with are fucking massive. It's incredible. We are so proud of him. Like, So if you want him involved in your bits, just have a look at the links that we uh, put up. I mean, he doesn't oh, want to be rude. Oh, so, oh, He doesn't want to be a pain in the ass, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, another cool thing that we got coming up is something called Atomic Heavy Fest 2018. Now, let me just open up this info. It's look, a very uh, professional podcast, so... Look, we're already excited because Reva, Panic, Head in a Jar, and Fenrir are playing, but the return of the mighty, fucking amazing Execute. Yeah, hell uh, yeah. Sydney locals uh, in the metal scene will know that this is a fucking big deal. Yeah. Uh, I know Execute has a couple of the boys from uh, Fenrir in there, and really... They always put on an insane live show, so really worth checking out. That's on the 20th of January. It's Saturday the 20th of January at the Valve Bar, where we usually had the Death Tour But Metal live shows, so fucking be there for that. Uh, December 15th, I believe, at the Manning Bar, we have Paradise Lost, and they're being supported by Cruciform, who you saw at the last uh, Death Tour But Metal show. Definitely want to be there for that. And look, that's about it. That's all I'm going to plug. We've got something really fucking cool and fun to listen to now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yes. Jeremy, do you want to do you want to take us out on this fucking cool note? I'd love to. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Tane. Um, we were talking uh, before recording about uh, reissues. A lot of reissues have come out. 
We were talking about Tomb Mold reissue coming out. We were talking about uh, Dark Throne, Transylvania. Dark Nova. Throne reissue coming out. Both of those, but obviously Dark Throne, you, you're all probably aware of. Tomb Mold, if you haven't already, we played some of them last time. Time before, uh, it was, I think a yeah, couple of episodes. Fa- fairly recently. Yeah. Fairly yeah, recently, yeah, yeah. their album from this year or last year is fantastic. They've done a reissue of their early stuff. Really good, just sludgy, sludgy death, death metal yep. stuff. Old school yeah, just... sort of flavour to it. But we, we were like, no. Uh, I think let's do something a little bit more topical. Sepultura. Yeah. Do you like tribes? <laughs> Do you like metal? Do you I'll wait no longer for the combination of those two things? Do you like Brazil? <laughs> Do you like metal? Do you like soccer? <laughs> now the combination of cheese it, and peas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like refusing and resisting? <laughs> um, I mean, look, Sepultura holds a special place in many people's hearts. Bit of a bit of a gateway drug. Uh, definitely for me. Um, that's for sure. Hey. Look, without further ado, I am Jeremy Spoken Class today, David, Sons of Northern Darkness. Uh, goodbye, I'm Gary Grimm. I am Tane. I'm about to drink some jar wine from downstairs. Before things get messy, this is Sepultura, Slave New World of Chaos AD. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye-bye. Later. Bye. Hmm.
Um, human semen loves feeding on mulberry juice. That's, That's the name of the ad uh, that episode. Human <laughs> semen loves feeding off mulberry juice. I right. thought it was going to be Get It India. <laughs> that's pretty good. I yeah. think that's a contender as well. Yeah. All totally. right, let's wrap this thing up.